26th, Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, the legal loophole that allows seizure-prone teenagers to legally drive, plus that embarrassing moment when you shit yourself during a street fight, and are pro-life women actually just corporate cock-sucking hoes? One man thinks so. All this on today's DV. <laughs> It's my uncle. We do secret things. What do you mean? Stay away from people in cars or vans. Hey, kid, let's go to the arcade and play some video games. What do you say? Get into my car! Yes, you! Get into my car! Ignore him and walk away. You know, you look like you could use a friend. Say no to what you think is wrong. You know... I feel funny about all this guy was talking about how he would get his rocks off by penetrating an infant. A lot of those kids didn't seem like they were getting enough attention, so I, I kind of felt sorry for them. And did you ever buy them a meal? I bought pudding. Out of my dreams. That'll be it. Run the honey. Yeah, baby. I'm the honey bear. And you could do whatever you want. Because I'm so I was just legally enjoying children at these these events. Mr. Mag touched my penis. That feels good, doesn't it? Always, there's always a roll of duct tape someplace in the house. Everything has to be consensual. How can a three-year-old be consensual? As long as the child can verbalize. Get off your ass! I gotta admit, I just want to punch you right in the face. I think I'm gonna buy a lot of candy and a lot of toys. I'm gonna have a party over my house. All the neighborhood kids are invited. No adults allowed. Hi, you sure a cute kid. You know, I'm a professional photographer. Come on, hop in the car. I'll take your picture. I've got a special job for you today. Oh, and steady. That's the way, Jake. Let's take your shirt off. Yeah, we'll get you cleaned up. Take them off. I'll help you clean up. I'm stroking my right now and looking at your bitch. I guess that's why I called myself a pedophile, because I want to be around other people's kids. How big is it? Well, you saw. I'll go get a can of Coke. After the cartoon's over, uh, we'll play Neptune, King of the Sea. How do you play that? Oh, you know, it takes a lot of water, but bad time, rub a shower. Oh, it's a, a great game. You're going to love it. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true, hee <laughs> hee. Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Makes my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. She is a fat cunt. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Try new peanut butter eggs. Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Got a great one. Uh, at the top of the program, I do have a, a, a real quick tiny soda rant. 
Longtime listeners of the show understand what a complete dork I am in that soda is a passion of mine. It's not even about drinking the stuff. I started collecting cans <laughs> many years ago, and I realize how pathetic that sounds. I have amassed quite the collection. My favorite decade, of course, is uh, soda cans from the 1990s. Surge, Crystal Pepsi, Coca-Cola's Magic Cans, Cool Cans from Pepsi, etc., etc. My biggest focus over the years has been on uh, collecting OK Soda memorabilia, a product that never made it out of test marketing, yet somehow there's enough crap to purchase that I've blown thousands of dollars on this. That's really here nor there. It has nothing to do with today's rant. Although I, I have been toying with the idea of selling off my entire collection. Most of it is in storage anyway. If any of you freaks would like to jumpstart your soda collection, uh, the starting bit is $10,000. Look, I need to recoup all the coin I've dropped on this stuff. Timmy Boo's got bills to pay. Serious inquiries only. Thank you. Anyway, recently I was at the grocery store and I noticed there was a new soda for sale in the Pepsi aisle. Something called Starry. S-T-A-R-R-Y. I was very curious because, first of all, the packaging looked like it was a generic brand. Almost like a store brand. And I was like, why is this mixed in with the Pepsi stuff? I immediately whipped out my phone and did a search. And uh, sure enough, Pepsi's coming out with a new lemon-lime flavored soda because they just can't fucking figure it out. Now, just to give you a little history lesson... Pepsi has had various lemon-lime sodas over the years, starting with Slice. That lasted a while. Apparently, uh, Coca-Cola started to aggressively market Sprite in the 90s. That got Pepsi all worried, so they started test marketing this stuff called Pepsi Storm. They're like, Slice is out, Storm is in. That didn't work out. People didn't like that, right? So then they came out with Sierra Mist, which sounds a lot like Mountain Dew, honestly, right? Mountain, Sierra Mountain, Mist. Do Come on, Pepsi, do better. That was like a straight-up competitor to Sprite, though, and uh, that didn't work out. Then they're like, well, let's just keep the formula to Sierra Mist, but we're going to uh, change the name to Mist Twist, because that's the problem, the name. We'll give it an edgier name, you know, for the kids. Well, kids did not respond to Mist Twist, so then they went back to Sierra Mist, and now Sierra Mist is completely out. And it's replaced with Starry. And now Pepsi's going after the Gen Z crowd. That's their main focus with Starry. They have no problem saying it out loud. Can we just be honest here? Uh, there are very few ways to make a lemon-lime soda. All of them kind of taste the same, right? Don't even get me started on 7-Up. 7-Up is the quintessential lemon-lime flavor. And they're another soda that just can't stay still they keep reformulating i don't know what these companies expect like look lemon lime you know it's it's a fine flavor but it's never going to compete with cola you're never going to get a huge market share it is what it is it, you know and it's yet to be determined if gen z particularly even likes lemon lime flavor i don't know why they're going after this particular market and how starry appeals to them Pepsi says Starry is a, quote, purpose-driven brand built for Generation Z and a crisp, refreshing formula, which is how every lemon-lime soda describes itself. Crisp and refreshing. Well, there you go. That's Starry. It's available now. I just purchased a 20-ounce bottle, but I haven't tried it yet. 
Maybe at the end of the program, I'll take a sip. What a tease, right? That's how I keep my listeners glued to their goddamn seats. You're not going anywhere now. You're going to listen to every second of this podcast, anticipating the moment when I wrap my lips around that bottle and take a swig. Stay tuned, freaks. I know you're all jittery with anticipation, but we've got more pressing matters to deal with. Namely, idiot children pretending to have mental disorders. I know this is DV listener Ziggo's favorite segment. Yes, I've got a new batch of TikTokers who are cosplaying mental and neurological conditions. Whatever happens to be in vogue, whatever's fashionable right now. Multiple personalities, Tourette's. Speaking of Tourette's, uh, that's the very first clip I have for you today. This woman is going to show us how she ticks the fuck out. No. Yes. No. That was a big tick. That was a big, loud load of bullshit is what that was. Go fuck yourself, whore. Look at this. I found it for you. Those are long ticks. I like how her ticks have different voices. Jesus Christ. Like a whole characters. <laughs> it's times like these I have to remind myself I'm not possessed. Yes, you are. Again, I just have to point out these aren't how ticks work. Ticks typically don't respond to things you're saying. Like she's practically holding a conversation with her ticks. Sometimes I seem like I'm possessed. You are possessed. That's not a tick. You may suffer from ventriloquism. Is that what you're going for? Some sort of puppetry-based mental illness? That always happens. Ignore it. <laughs> yes, you fucking are! <laughs> Shut up. God damn it. <laughs> Ow! No! Oh! Oh! Nope. Ow. Oh, fuck my titty. Okay. Nope. I'm typically not one of these people who comment on like hair color like uh, typical liberal she's got blue hair you know how like some people are like that her hair is nuts though like she's got teal hair purple eyebrows but then like the sides of her head are completely shaved except for what appears to be a strip near the front side of her head where she's growing out hair like sideburns almost but they're long, and she has dyed that purple. I'll try to isolate a frame. Take a look at the chapter artwork. It's quite a sight to behold. She certainly has the haircut of a mentally disabled person, but she doesn't have Tourette's. All right, let's move on. The big thing in the faker, <laughs> fake disorder community is uh, self-diagnosing because doctors aren't giving these people the diagnosis they want. So TikToker's argument is that a self-diagnosis is just as valid as getting a di diagnosis from a doctor, which, of course, is utter bullshit, but that's what they want you to believe. Hi, here's your daily reminder that self-diagnosis is valid, and if you're anti-self-diagnosis, that's classist, racist, and sexist. They throw in all that extra stuff to really drive home the point that you are a monster for even thinking self-diagnosis isn't valid. You're just an all-around shitbag. Throw yourself off a cliff, you Neanderthal. Get with the program of 2022. Self-diagnosis is totally valid. We should also be able to um, write our own prescriptions for drugs. We're all just our own doctors now, right? Well, the treatment for what I'm suffering from calls for clonopin. Lots of clonopin. 
I'm going to go ahead and try to write my own script and uh, pro- provide that to the pharmacy, see what happens. All right, this next guy didn't get the message about self-diagnosis. He went the traditional route, trying to get a doctor to diagnose him, and he ended up severely disappointed. To me, it seems like this kid was just desperately trying to get out of uh, getting a job. It's worth a shot, you know. We'd all like to not work. I respect the attempt. In addition to being excused from having to do any work, he he would also like some of that uh, government money in the form of benefit, like disability. He's that messed up, at least according to his laundry list of illnesses. Take a listen. Recently applied to disability. These are the results. I'm going to read them with you. We're going to read them together. All right. Okay, let's go. All right. So he applied for disability, right? All right. Okay, let's go. We have determined that your condition is not severe enough to keep you from working. You said that you're unable to work because of your hyper... Wait. Hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, hypermobility, loose joints, severe migraine, seizures, major depressive disassociative identity disorder, amnesia, PTSD, CPTSD, mood disorder, chronic pain, GER... Did you say um, amnesia PTSD? That's where, like, you have PTSD, but you can't remember your PTSD? That's just PTSD without the creativity, you know? If you're going to fake a disorder, half the fun is coming up with the bullshit, right? You know, and speaking of lack of creativity, to me, it seems like this kid just looked up a big list of disorders and he started with the H's and just wrote everything down. Because, like, the first five of them are, like, hyper... Hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Hyper Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Hypermobility loose. Hypermobility loose joints. You can't just put hyper in front of everything. I suffer from hyper hangnails. Hyper seasonal allergies. Joints, severe migraine, seizures, major depressive disassociative identity disorder, amnesia, PTSD, CPTSD, mood disorder, chronic pain, GERD, bipolar, autism. GERD? That's, that's heartburn. Boy, the disability people saw right through your bullshit. Desperately trying to find something that sticks here. Pain, GERD, bipolar, autism, spectrum, IBS, borderline schizophrenia, <laughs> insomnia, ADHD, asthma, carpal tunnel, left scoliosis, and random syndrome. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know if he's struggling because he's trying to read this all in one breath, or maybe it's that asthma rearing its ugly head. You were not found disabled. Oh, she is pissed. You know, he just wrote a letter to the Social Security Administration and, and was like, I have these things. Please send bags of money. Thank you. You were found to have no disability because a doctor hasn't diagnosed you with anything. Obviously, these people who are faking disorders want to feel special. This gives them a bit of a personality. That's kind of the appeal. But I've got some great news for the rest of us. We might also have some fake disorders. Because you see, even just being born gives you the right to claim trauma. And as we all know, trauma leads to multiple personalities or dissociative identity disorder. There's been some dialogue in the community on whether or not you can be born a system. You can. Birth trauma is real. No, no, it's not. Okay. We've been, we were born extremely physically disabled and kept. That's one way of looking at it, right? We are born physically disabled. We can't walk. We can't speak properly. The sheer hell we've all been through. We all deserve benefits (laughs) for being born. Okay. We've been, we were born extremely physically disabled and kept in a little ventilator when we were born. You can have trauma at birth. And also, like, there's no scientific evidence that you absolutely have to have trauma in order to be a system. Hey, look, a random TikToker speaking out of her asshole. 
as if what she's saying is just fact. Everyone knows. Look, there's no scientific evidence that says something has to be wrong with you to have multiple personalities that you absolutely have to have trauma in order to be a system and there's a lot of historical evidence from across the world Mm -hmm. that there are many different types of systems so there is no definitive thing saying you must have trauma to be a system so we're just putting that out there professor schizo signing off again for those of you who don't follow this nonsense closely when she says system she's literally talking about the multiple personalities that live inside of you as a whole and when it comes to TikTokers, the more personalities, the better. We've featured some who said uh, they have like a thousand different people living inside of their head. Sometimes they're inanimate objects, like a, a chair, a stool. I've got another clip here, and this girl is so weird. She talks real soft, but she says strange things that lead to more questions like, I was raised autistic. Like that leads me to believe that she's not really autistic. But she was raised as if she were autistic. Take a listen. Hi, I was raised autistic in neurotypical society, which was hell for me. And when I was younger, my brothers used to make fun of retarded kids by going, uh. Okay, so they, you know, her brothers would say, you're retarded, uh, like that with their like hand up against their chest. I'm so literally proud to reclaim uh, that feels so good. Uh, so she says that this is a way of stimming herself. And for autistic people, uh, st- stim is just like stimulation, different ways to st- you know stimulate your senses and making these sounds and reclaiming uh, this retarded way of being uh, <laughs> is stimulating to her. Reclaim that, honey. Get your stem on. Ooh, that's very vibrational. <laughs> I like that a lot. It is so fun to stim, and it's so good for my body, and I'm not ashamed of it. Oh, my God, that's so great for you. All right, uh, one more fake disorder, and then we'll move on. Oh, this girl has seizures. Yeah, she's seizing up all the time. In one of her videos, though, she kind of slipped up and said that she was going to go driving out of the store, pick up something. And the people in the comments were like, wait a second, you actively have seizures, but you're allowed to drive. You still have your driver's license. How is that possible? Well, she explains here. It's kind of a loophole. That should put everyone's mind at ease. People like her are on the road. My seizures do not show up on an EEG. That's got a lot to do with them coming from FND and specifically how my brain processes seizure-like activity. Some people with non-epileptic seizures, their seizures will show up on EEGs, but mine don't. Look, I have no idea if what she's saying is true. It could be accurate that some people's seizures don't show up on graphs or whatever. But just because the state doesn't revoke your driver's license still doesn't mean you should be out there joyriding as your brain is frying up, as you're sizzling about. And this means that even if I got in a crash because I was having a seizure, there is no evidence that they could show in court that provides me saying having seizures wouldn't be. I'm still very safe with my driving. I don't know what all those fucking cuts were. But the important thing is she wants you all to know that she's a very safe driver. (laughs) The chances of me getting in a car crash because I was having a seizure are near zero. Again, this teenager has run the numbers. 
real mathematician we have here. Just say you want to drive and you don't care that you're putting other people in danger because you're a kid and you do what you want to do. I just fucking be honest. That's assuming that her seizures are real and she's not faking that too. This is because I can feel all of my seizures coming on at least 60 seconds in advance. And 60 seconds is on the short end. Most of them I can feel coming multiple minutes in advance. So I can pull over. Look, she has this all taken care of, freaks. Thank you for putting our minds at ease. Well, that was just a quick spin around the fake disorder sphere. Hope you enjoyed the ride. I've got a couple other clips I wanted to share with you before we get into the news. Uh, I've got a fight here between a, a normal dude and a big fat man. At first, you're just going to hear a lot of like punching sounds and damn, you know, people on the sidelines. Oh, oh, oh. Now... Look, I know I'm overweight. I know how this goes. It's hard to, to, to keep from showing ass crack when you're overweight. Shirts ride up, pants droop. All of us overweight people have been there. And, you know, when you're fighting, you're, you're not really focused on if people can see your ass crack. But my God, this guy is showing a lot of butt. Oh, and that's going to come back to haunt him in a second. Yeah, everyone's commenting. Hey, big man, your ass I mean, the ass is really hanging out far. It's, he's not just showing crack. I mean, the, the pants are like below his butt cheeks. So now they're trying to pull the, these two guys off each other because they're both on the ground. And then what happens is it seems like everyone sort of flees at once. As I guess some sort of crude involuntary defense mechanism, the fat guy just shits himself. And you know, his ass is totally exposed. So that shit is just free to go wherever. It's not like confined in the pants. Well, where that shit ends up is just like all over his butt and it kind of flies upwards towards his shirt. Uh, he got the other dude off of him. That's for fucking sure. He's shit, man. Y'all stop, shit on himself. Get him up. He's shit on himself. Y'all leave him out. He's shit, bro. He's stank. Oh. He stank. He shitted on himself. I love when people say shitted. The fight is continuing, by the way. The dude runs back and starts wailing on him. Asking the important questions. How the fuck you shit in the middle of a fight? That's just part of his fighting technique, I guess. The Asian art of Kung Pu. Yeah, that, that was me shitting. Sideshow Freak's got the extended dance mix version of that. Seven minutes of waterfalls. Oh, I'm so glad that has stopped. I mean, don't get me wrong. The shit's not back to normal, but it doesn't sound like that anymore. Uh, real quick, one more clip, and then we will get into the news. You know, I'm always playing audio of those crazy Trump supporters or QAnon freaks screaming, screeching, spouting nonsense. So today I thought I would uh, turn the tables and play a loud screeching liberal. Let's turn up your daily fair and balanced journalism. Ting. 
Well, we've got a guy on the sidelines here of some sort of parade that is featuring people walking down with a huge banner that says uh, abortion hurts. Some sort of like pro-life group. And uh, this guy does not like that. Getting these fascist motherfuckers on camera over here. Hey, Padre, how many little boy ass right boys you going to do today, bitch? Yeah, there is a priest leading this group. I'd say there's probably several dozen people behind the banner that says abortion hurts. Fuck you, fuck Trump, oh. and go fuck Jesus in his fucking ass, you motherfuckers. Fuck you, fascist fuckheads. Fuck you, fuck Trump, and fuck Jesus, you teabagging fuckheads. Corporate <laughs> cocksucky pigs. Yeah, bye, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah, how many abortions did Trump pay for, bitch? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck Trump. Fuck Jesus, bitch. You corporate cocksucky motherfuckers. Fuck you. That's right. Go fucking suck, bitch. That's right, teabagger. Fuck you. Yeah, suck and swallow, motherfucker. He's saying a lot of the same stuff over and over because these people are walking past him and he wants to hit, uh, you know, everyone. He wants everyone to hear what he has to say. Teabagging fuckheads. Fuck you. Fuck Trump. You fucking bitch motherfuckers. Fuck's right, bitch. Suck his fucking swallow, you teabagging fuckheads. A lot of people holding I am pro-life signs in the group. Fucking ass, you fuckheads. That's mm-hmm. right. We value every life. Defund Planned Parenthood. Who's your daddy now, you corporate cocksuckers? That's right. Corporate cock. Corporate cock. Corporate cock, you fuckheads. I'm not entirely sure what he means by corporate cock in this instance. I mean, I don't think this particular group is backed by a company or corporation, but okay, whatever. That's what you do. Suck corporate cock, bitch. Shut up, motherfuckers. Fuck you. Fuck you. You ain't shit, bitch. Who's your daddy, you corporate cocksucking motherfuckers? Fuck you. Who's your daddy, bitch? This motherfucker, corporate cocksucking smile, bitch. Fucking fascist fuckhead pig, motherfucker. Yeah, now he's just screaming at cops who are smiling at him. Fuck you. Fuck you, cunt. You corporate cocksucking hoe. Yeah, you love getting your pussy grabbed too, don't you, bitch? That's right. That's what Trump is. A pussy grabber, you fucking stink. Fuck you. He's not exactly a compassionate liberal here. He's some corporate cock, motherfucker. He's, he's not one of those woke ones. You teabagging bitch. Fuck you. You fucking skank hoe. That's right, motherfucker. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Trump. And fuck Jesus and his fucking ass, motherfucker. Yeah, wait, bitch. That's right. Oh, oh, oh. And what, what do you think Trump is, motherfucker? Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. You're, you're a pro-life fuckhead. Fuck you. You're a corporate cocksucker. Fuck you, motherfucker. Corporate cock. Corporate cock. Who's your dad? Not sure if this guy's an asshole or my favorite fucking person in the world. Hey, bitch. Fuck you. That's right, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck Trump. And suck that corporate cocky teabagging fuckheads. And he's back to that. This video goes on for, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. I've been jumping around here. Um, let me just fast forward one one more time to, uh, I think we got a, uh, he's turning his attention to a female cop. Oh, look at this fucking bitch right here. This bitch ain't even four foot eight. What the fuck? She is rather short for a police officer. Yeah, officer cut. <laughs> fuck you, pig. Fucking teabagging motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I think you get the idea. I was wrong. It was way more than a couple dozen people in this pro-life group because you heard the man. He was going on and on for seven minutes. He wanted every single one of them to know that they suck corporate cock. I think he got his message across. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to that fucked up news right now. If 
you are enjoying Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DB's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, I do exclusive shows just for Sideshow Freaks. Uh, Every week, multiple times, uh, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. Yesterday's podcast was Sideshow exclusive, and uh, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive as well. So if you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Memberships are only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get access to a special password-protected RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps. One app that does not work with the password-protected RSS feed is Spotify, but that's okay because you can sign up for Sideshow access right in the Spotify app. See, there's a little workaround. If you happen to love to use Spotify to listen to podcasts, you can sign up for Sideshow access in the Spotify app. You'll get access to the new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Unfortunately, with the way Spotify works is you're not going to get access to the, uh, the Super Freak Sideshow website. It's all done right in the app. For more information on all of this, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. Thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. There is another way to help support the program. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Uh, Just another way to help throw a few bucks my way. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So many great patrons and, of course, Sideshow members. Thank you so much for continuing to support DV. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, well, it's not Thursday, but I do have a new heavy birtation for you. Heavy birtation, I don't know what you're saying. Heavy birtation, a shopper, shopper, shiki said. Heavy birtation, I don't know what you're saying. It's Heavy Birtation Wednesday. If you're not familiar with heavy bertations, a heavy bertation is typically when an on-air personality suffers a stroke or some other medical condition that renders what they say severely garbled. Well, a very, very heavy, uh, heavy bertation tonight. We had a very Darrison bite. Let's go to Darrison for the bit. They had the pit. That, of course, is the most well-known heavy bertation and where the name actually comes from. And what's great about uh, heavy bertations in general is that the reporters or or people who are suffering uh, from whatever's going on, uh, they seem to be okay afterwards. Like in the case of the heavy bertation lady, she didn't really have a stroke. It was just some other minor thing. Maybe she was a little dehydrated, got a little goofy, but it wasn't a full on stroke. So, you know, feel comfortable laughing at this. It's okay. No one is suffering long term damage from the heavy bertations. Again, in general, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule. Today's new heavy rotation and first news story comes from Canada. Canadian TV reporter Jessica Robb said Monday she has faced overwhelming harassment after she felt sick, strained to speak, and became unsteady on her feet during a weekend live broadcast. This sounds like it's not exactly a full bloom heavy rotation, which is why we're featuring it on Wednesday and not Thursday. Let's take a listen, though. I've got a clip here of when she actually started feeling a little funny. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nariman, I am looking at uh, after the the, the day families are (laughs) pushing feds to pushing the feds to. No, (laughs) sorry, Nariman, I'm (laughs) I'm I'm not feeling very well right now and I'm about to Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Jessica. So you may be asking yourself, uh, why is she facing harassment for that? Like she wasn't feeling well. She couldn't control that. 
people are dicks. Well, that was not very professional. She should have just plowed ahead, got through her broadcast instead of saying she doesn't feel well and stopping. That's the problem with this generation. They're a bunch of quitters. You report the news, even if you're passing out. Come on. Rob, who works for CTV, was delivering a stand-up report Sunday when her speech stalled and her movements faltered. Sorry, she told the anchor. (laughs) I'm not feeling well right now. Uh, Rob appeared in distress as the camera cut away. CTV Edmonton later said Rob became ill during the 6 p.m. newscast, but was feeling better and is now resting. On Monday, Rob offered more insight while taking aim at unfounded speculation in a statement shared by the station on Twitter. She said she received an overwhelming amount of harassment and hatred tied to false theories about the reason for the incident. Oh, let me take a guess. The vaccine. She was so proud she got the job. I bet you she's one of those news reporters that got vaccinated on air, you know, when the vaccines first came out. And now everyone's like, see what happens? You get the jab and you're rendered a blubbering moron. She's either stroking out or turning into an imbecile right before our eyes. This is what the vaccine does to you. Rob said, quote, while I will not share private medical information publicly, I can say that there is no cause for concern and that my understanding of my own medical background provides a reasonable explanation for what happened. So she must suffer from something. Maybe she took medication for whatever her problem is on an empty stomach. I mean, who knows? She added, I can, however, confirm that the situation was in no way related to the COVID-19 vaccine. I don't even know why she's bothering to say that because the same people who go online claiming this is proof that the vaccine is deadly they're not gonna believe her when she says that it it has nothing to do with the vaccine fuck you fuck trump and fuck jesus you teabagging fuckheads of course he was gonna chime in all right uh second story we have for you today Well, this is a rather gruesome one from Western Australia. Human remains have been found and police are baffled. They have no idea who the victim is. They can't identify him because uh, he's, he's so mangled, so dismembered, so bloody and decomposed. The only thing they know for sure is that this dude was wearing a tracksuit. That narrows it down, right? I should say that police were baffled. They're no longer baffled. They figured it out. Now they're just frustrated. Police have been left frustrated after an investigation into potential human remains in Western Australia actually revealed that uh, they're just cow bones stuffed in a jumper. Someone's just having a little fun fucking around with the police. I wonder who that could be. Yeah, officer cunt. Uh, 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 That's Sergeant cunt to you. Fuck you, pig. Fuck you, teabagging motherfucker. Yeah, so the police in Australia have spent a lot of time. They wasted a lot of time on this case. Someone just walking around the area found what initially appeared to be a dead person on the side of train tracks in Wickham last week and reported it to police. Roburn Police Senior Sergeant Dale Harner said the area was declared a crime scene while they studied the remains. Quote, with the assistance of our local forensic officers and the forensic pathologists in Perth, we identified the remains there to actually be of an animal. We couldn't be too upset, though, because there's nothing funnier than an animal in people clothes, right? We all got a good giggle out of that one. It caused police to use an entire day and three police officers guarding a scene for something which was never a human in the first place. Senior Sergeant Harmer said uh, police attending the scene had thought the situation did not look right, but they still had to follow protocol. 
You can't just go into looking at something like that and lifting up and digging around to see if it's human remains or animal remains. We need the right people up here to do that. They do have to err on the side of caution and get the right people in every time. Forensic police from uh, Karatha? I don't know. Were pulled from other jobs to investigate. Senior Sergeant Harmer said it was a waste of police time and taxpayer dollars and impacted their ability to serve the community in a region where resources were already limited. Stop putting dead cows in jumpsuits. It's not funny. Seriously, guys, we're going to let it slide this time, but uh, don't do it again. We'll come looking for you. We'll waste more resources locating the heifer dresser. Final story we have for you today. Oh, I love a good news story that features a dumb child. Bonus, this child suffered internal injuries due to his stupidity. The story comes from North Carolina, specifically Cary, North Carolina. A Cary mom is calling for safer labels. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell did this kid eat? I'm guessing one of those toilet urinal cakes. It looked good. It smelled good. I just put it in my mouth. Can't tell you how many times that motto got me in trouble. It gave me some mouth sores over the years, that's for sure. Uh, all right, what am I talking about here? Uh, Carrie Mom is calling for safety, uh, safer labels, tamper-proof packaging, and warnings after her son ingested harmful chemicals, mistaking it for candy. I love when the child is, like, old enough to talk and tell his side of the story because kids exercise, like, logic that is on a whole other fucking plane. The kid's like, um... Well, I put this candy in my mouth and I couldn't taste anything. So I put more candy in my mouth. It didn't taste like candy. So I just kept eating it until it tasted better. Like that That's their logic. Connor, ugh, Connor Taylor. <laughs> I'm having problems with this kid already. His name. Connor Taylor rang in the new year a few hours early on December 31st. He and his young cousin celebrated the start of 2023 by poisoning themselves uh, at the age-appropriate time of 8 p.m. and finished the night with games and prizes. So far, so good. We were doing these games and earning prizes, and one of our family members bought some Pop Rocks. Taylor explained, all right, the nine-year-old grabbed a pa- Nine years old, you should know better. This isn't like a three-year-old grabbing industrial lye and drinking it. Kid is nine years old. Okay, so the nine-year-old grabbed a packet of Pop Rocks, but the Pop Rocks weren't doing what they normally do. You know, popping and rocking. He said, I ate it and got no flavor. They're supposed to pop in your mouth. When I didn't get the flavor, I just put more and more in my mouth. And that's when it started to burn. Connor's mother, Laura Taylor, noticed her son was in distress. When she took a close look at Connor's candy wrapper, she realized it wasn't candy at all. Instead, Connor had eaten Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames. I gotta be honest with you, as much as I hate to side with this little cunt turd, it kind of sounds like candy. I'm looking at the wrapper, it looks like candy. To me, if I saw a package that said Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames, I'd be like, oh, it's like an atomic fireball or something. It's gonna be a little little hot. Uh, it certainly was. Uh, it started to burn. Uh, Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames is a chemical designed to change the color of fires. Like if you start a bonfire outside or something, or you use a fire pit and you want to see some, you know, like blue flames, purple flames, that's when you turn to Lucky's brand, Mystical Dragon Flames. The package for Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames is like Pop Rocks in size and shape, 
Even the contents inside are similar. However, instead of sugar, Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames is made of dangerous chemicals. Ralph, do you want to take this one? They taste like burning. Yes, the magic flames contain chloride, polyvinyl, and copper. Sweet, delicious copper. Laura Taylor explained, we called poison control and they immediately called a physician who consulted with toxicology. Taylor received an urgent call back. Get to the hospital! Doctors admitted Connor to WakeMed Children's Hospital, where he spent the night after lab results indicated that he had been poisoned. The liver-specific lab results were all elevated, so it showed that there was some toxicity in his body. After a night in the hospital, Connor's levels returned to normal, but Laura was left frustrated and concerned over what she believed was the Toxic Chemicals kid-friendly packaging. Although, on the back of the package, it does say in big letters, uh, caution, irritant, harmful if swallowed. Maybe they should put it on the front of the package, too, I guess. Laura said it had a cartoon dragon blowing out flames. There was nothing alarming on the front package that would make a child or even, in all fairness, an adult say, whoa, what is that? It doesn't need to be alluring to children, she said. In fact, the adult who accidentally bought Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames told Taylor that it was in a bin with the Pop Rocks candy at the store, and she never realized it was different. According to the Federal Hazardous Substances Act, Hazardous household products must have precautionary labeling to help consumers safely store and use products. It must also contain the words danger, caution, or warning, which this one does, but again, it's on the it's on the back of the package. The package has fooled others before. In 2018, Minnesota Poison Control put out a warning after several kids were sickened by the very same product. I don't want it to take a child dying from this for something to be done, she said. I smell a lawsuit brewing. Payday. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you, freaks. And, of course, there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, most importantly, our, our voicemail line, 206 666 4463. Love to hear from you. Uh, but remember, if you are pledging $5 to our Patreon account, you do have access to a special voicemail line uh, where, again, I will play your calls first. And yes, we do have some patrons calling in today. Let's see what uh, these freaks are up to. Hey, Tim. I also wanted to uh, sing, you know, a fellow old time freak. Uh, happy birthday, but as Mrs. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to do Mrs. Miller voice. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Hey. You sound just like me when I do Mrs. Miller. Hold on. I'm going to sing with you. Happy most annoying thing, most annoying sound. <laughs> like we're orgasming. All right, we get the idea. That's a very good Mrs. Miller. Hey, it's a little baby faggot. I was just calling to say I'm glad that you didn't die because of your AZ immune system. Well, I'm not out of the woods yet. Um, I'm always... Uh, Pretty close to death. 
Yeah, maybe you should take a food safety class. Maybe you, you just keep what? giving yourself food poisoning. First of all, I don't ever, I don't prepare my own foods, right? Like, it's not like I cook. <laughs> I don't have to take a food safety class. I, I go out to eat. Uh, I don't know. Could be that butter crock. Oh, you're right. Speaking of which, the Lord Douche story, top notch, man. Uh, um, thank you. I, I don't want Lord Douche to come on and talk about what happened with the car and cars that got mashed because somebody drove into your yard or had a launched yeah. into your yard. Yes, launched. I would like for you to tell the story of what Lord Douche did because it's way better that way. I, I like the incoherent screaming and tangents that you go off on <laughs> while you discuss this wow. and then you immediately qualify that statement by saying, but I love him very much and it's not Well, I say- have to say that because everything I talk about is insane and it makes me sound like I hate relationship. Which is exactly what somebody says when they're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> uh, it provides great content, and it makes me giggle. You're absolutely right. Love you, Timmy Boo. I need help. <laughs> Someone, please. I'm like one of those women who uh, who order a pizza online, and in the notes, like, how do you want your pizza done? Do you have any special notes for our staff? And then in the notes, you're like, I need help. My boyfriend is a monster. Send the police. Which is actually a brilliant uh, idea. I'll give it to those crafty abuse victims. Good thinking. Or like they'll call the police and pretend they're ordering a pizza, you know, so that their boyfriend doesn't know they're on the phone with 911. Yeah, I need a pizza here immediately. Lots of pizzas because my boyfriend is extremely hungry. Make sure that pizza is loaded Locked and loaded, because you may need to shoot my boyfriend in the face with pepperoni. He has a very violent appetite. You know, like that type of thing. Trigger, Tim. Again, this is Twink Toilet. Uh, I owe you an explanation. I guess I didn't really make myself clear. Um, well, I didn't really explain it. Anyways, uh, first off. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. What, did you call in last time and you were unclear about something? I thought you were fine. Not retarded. Uh, I do have another job. Okay, I didn't leave a job just to like be homeless and write. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I, you just, were t- I had to get that job. Job was very uh, emotionally and mentally draining. I had a supervisor that was. Awesome. I feel like we're learning a lot about Twig Toilet over the last few weeks. He has two jobs. He left one because one was super stressful and he had a bad boss. Bullying the shit out of me. And I kind of was complacent about it, but I finally... Who was bullying the shit? Do you need me to take care of business? Got my shit together and got out of it. Um, I will march down there and make that guy's life hell. But I don't know how, but I can be really annoying. I mean, you've heard this podcast. My next job is going to be more conducive to my writing. No one messes around with my freaks. Uh, I write fiction. I've read fiction my whole life, but... I've, never, I've wanted to pursue it, but I've always been too much of a Well, Twin Toilet, uh, let's look at the facts here. Let's, uh, you know, uh, you're a very, very gay person, uh, and you want to write fiction. How come you're not writing some Sextastic Tuesday stories? Come on, come up with a, just a very short story that's super nasty and gross and DV-worthy. I'll read it on the podcast. Boom, you'll be a published author. Uh, do it, though. I'm um, gonna, and then you know, if you want to sell your work, I'll, I will do the audio book for you. Do that now. And my boyfriend also has a job, working with a finance bro, but okay. he's also pursuing his music. But. So you guys aren't bums, you know. You're not mooching off the system. And I was inspired by you. I listen to you every day, and I always want. I always been like, oh, I'm so jealous of him. He gets to do what he loves. You know, he gets yeah. to do a creative job. 
And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to follow in Tim's footsteps. Uh, and no, I will not send you any samples of my work because I do not need you to ever dox me because if I do become a writer and people find out I listen to DV, it will destroy Fucking dare you. You wouldn't trust me with your name. You know it well. You don't think I'm discreet and intimate? You can't have that. How I love you, I, I'm, I love you know you, what? Tim. I liked you, Twink Toilet, but now I, I don't care for you so much. I can be trusted with sensitive information. I don't go around blabbing everything. If Well, I do, but you know, when people say they don't say something, I don't say it. I don't dox people. That's not my bag, man. Come on. I thought you knew me. All right. Well, fuck you, Twink Toilet. <laughs> Good luck with your writing career, though. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD-IT-O-GOD. Fuck you, cut. You corporate cocksucking hoe. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. You know what that means. Sign up right now if you're not yet a member. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I'm all female, baby. Don't believe me? Check my computer. You'll find my central processing unit is all clitronic. I said clit-tronic. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.